is Sophia. Welcome to Life on Audio. I simply cannot fathom the fact that we are at the end of the year and not because this year has gone by so quickly but because this year has genuinely felt never-ending for me. So the fact that there is an end and it's near is confusing in my head. I think the other thing is I do live in a very tropical climate and I feel like I usually can feel when we're like getting to like November, December, there's just something about it. I can't explain what it is, but like I'll know. I'll know that the year is ending. I'll get excited about it. For some reason this year, I'm just not feeling that. Like in my mind, it is simply not December. It could be any other month in the year, but not December. So I'm just like in this weird funk where I'm like, oh my God, the year is ending, but also it doesn't feel like it. And then also it doesn't feel like it's the end of the year it just kind of feels like it's any other month or any other time of the year other than December slash end of the year so I don't know it's kind of weird but I'm excited to do this little review I also am genuinely so excited for the new year even though it doesn't feel like it's happening I am super duper excited for 2024 I just feel like so much good is going to come out of the year I just feel like it's going to be a year of a lot of stuff happening like I just feel like it's going to be my year almost. I hate saying that because I feel like that puts so much pressure on the year to be amazing but I think the biggest part of it is just the fact that I am going to be graduating college in 2024 which is super exciting and that also means life changes happening. I have no clue what I'm going to do after graduation but regardless of what it is my life is definitely going to change in that sense. I'm not going to be in college anymore. I'm going to be doing something very different and so yeah I'm just excited for all of that to happen so I'm kind of anticipating it. I'm ready. I'm honestly ready. I'm so ready for 2024 and yeah so this is actually my third year doing this I love making little like vision mood boards for the year and I usually do it sometime in December so I'll create a Pinterest board and I'll start throwing images into the Pinterest board of what I kind of want the new year to look like for me and then eventually I take some of those pictures I'll usually have like a ton in the Pinterest board but then I'll take like a couple of them and I'll throw them into like I'll make like a desktop screensaver so that I can put it as my screensaver on my computer when the year starts and then have it throughout the year and yeah so far I mean two years have passed that I've done this and honestly I feel like it's a little bit of a form of manifestation because I've definitely gone back and looked at like when like 2022 ended specifically I went back and looked at my vision board and there were certain things on there where I genuinely could not have anticipated that they would happen and yet I put them on my board and they did happen and they were like really big things and so after that I was like okay I'm just gonna keep doing this because you really never know what's gonna come out of the year I don't know about 2023 yet I need to look back on the vision board I feel like I also need the year to just like finally finish to be able to say like okay this is what I achieved this is what I didn't achieve but I definitely think that there are quite a few images on there that kind of like hit a point of something that I did actually end up doing this year so I don't know I just really like the vision board if you haven't done this I highly recommend it it's just such a fun thing to do I love like getting on Pinterest I love looking around I love kind of just like thinking ahead as to like what I want this new year to look like kind of setting my intentions for it too obviously I feel like a year in theory is a long time and things change I mean as we get into this year review you'll see how my life has changed drastically throughout the year so obviously you know your like intentions and your goals and all that change throughout the year but it's kind of fun to just see where you were at at the beginning of the year and then compare it to where you're at at the end of the year so I highly recommend it if you haven't tried that out before it's great it's a really great practice I love it anyways before I get into this episode I wanted to just like share some stuff because you know me specifically I went on arguably the best 
first date yesterday and I feel like I have to share it because I feel like I've been giving little like life updates especially dating updates since I've been getting back into that in the past couple of episodes and I feel like this one deserves a story time just because of how great it was so a little bit of a background I met this guy on Bumble and we ended up talking for two weeks before this date happened which I actually really liked because I feel like all the first dates that I've been on since I've gotten out of a relationship have usually been like dates where I did a little bit of a small talk with them and then it just happened and so like I didn't really get to know them before we got into it but with this one we kind of talked for two weeks and like every day we're like talking back and forth and I feel like we got to know each other decently well so that when it actually came down to the date it was more about just like feeling each other's vibes out and like seeing the personality unfold in front of me rather than over text. I love that so much more because it's like you actually know that you want to go on a date with this person rather than you're going on a date with this person to get to know them. So I feel like that already helped. But anyways, it all starts off when we'd been kind of planning the date like throughout the week and we had decided we were going to go to this specific art museum, which I love. Fun fact, I've actually been there every December for the past three years. So this is year three. I don't know why this keeps happening because before that, I think I'd only been to the art museum once in my life. But yeah, for some reason, every December since 2021, I have gone. Don't know why, but it's kind of fun to like go there in December. He'd actually never been like he's also grown up in Miami. We have some things in common given that we both grew up in Miami, but also just like some other things that are a little bit more niche, which is kind of fun. But yeah, he had never been and I was like, okay, we have to go like this is a really great place. I'm sure you're going to love it. So yeah, we were planning out the date. And the thing is, he lives like super far away from me. I would say it's about an hour drive. It's actually kind of funny. He lives decently close to where I lived last year when I was at UM and I had my own apartment. But now I live like so far away from him. And so I just knew that if he were to come pick me up, it would be like an hour drive for him. And I was like, it's totally fine. I will just meet him there. Obviously, usually I prefer for men to pick me up. But with this one, I was like, I genuinely do not care. Like I will meet you there. But given that I do not have a car, I was just going to Uber. And so he did ask, he was like, do you want me to pick you up or do you want to meet me there? And I was like, I'll just meet you there. And then he was like, okay, like we'll save the picking up for like the second date. And I was like, yeah, perfect. Cause I'm like terrified of driving. And he was like, oh, what? Like I can totally pick you up. I was like, no, it's okay. I was just going to Uber. He was like, we're definitely not letting that happen. So then he decided he was going to pick me up. So I was like, if you insist, like, I guess I will. I'll let you pick me up. So yeah, he comes to pick me up and right before he gets here he like calls me and he's like I'm turning the corner like I'm about to be here and by the way I brought you flowers I don't know whether you want to like take them in and put them in a vase or if you want to like carry them on the date and I was like oh my gosh this is the first time that I have gotten a full bouquet of flowers now to be fair he did have a little bit of a guide because I showed him that TikTok of my I don't know if people know about this but I have this TikTok where I was talking about how this man gave me like a singular flower on a date and for some reason it created like a national debate on my (laughs) TikTok account but yeah, I like showed him that TikTok and he was like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to outdo that man. I'm gonna have to get you like two flowers. And I was like, okay, haha. And so when he showed up, he was like, oh, turns out it's harder to buy two flowers than just like the whole bouquet. So like, here's a whole bouquet. So yeah, I like ran. Also, I forgot to mention this, but I have never like engaged with a man while I was at home. In the many years that I've come back home for like breaks and stuff like that, I have always just like refused, like I've been on dating apps, but like I've always refused to like meet a man or like hang out with a man even if it's like someone I know personally like I know that there was like this one time where this guy from my high school was trying to like hang out with me and I was like I can't just leave my house and tell my parents I'm going to see a man and so I definitely was like okay it's time to break the seal on that one but also it is so nerve-wracking because even though my parents do know that I date it's always kind of a weird thing I mean to be fair I 
actually did have an experience a couple months ago where I did go see a man but this was someone that it was like more of a friendly thing like at that point I had sort of friend zoned him so it was like oh I'm just having dinner with a friend whereas this one was like a full-on date so yeah I didn't tell my parents beforehand I did tell my mom after I don't know if my dad knows yet but I think my dad might have speculated because he like just didn't ask any questions when I told him where I was going so well he didn't ask who I was going with so maybe maybe he knew maybe I feel like my dad sometimes like just has his little spidey senses on and he like knows exactly what I'm doing but just like refuses to ask so anyways yeah I like go back in I was so by the way I had the most nerves for like an hour to two hours leading up to this event I don't know why I was so excited to like finally meet him because of how good the conversation had been going but also I was like so so nervous and I haven't felt that in a while in terms of like dating so anyways I like go back in I put like the flowers in a vase I'm literally like shaking I'm trying not to like drop everything and then I'm like I need to say goodbye to my dad and so I say goodbye to him really quickly I'm like oh I'm leaving and he's like okay bye and then I go back and get into the car and then we drive off and so we end up at this art museum which by the way this is like the first first date I've ever had where I haven't gone on a ton of first dates by the way like I'm still kind of new to this whole thing but this is the first first date I've had where it was a more unique thing like it wasn't just like let's go eat like sit at a restaurant and talk it was something that like I think we both enjoy I think we clearly both like had an interest in art he's a photographer actually which is super cool so like really up his alley and I obviously I don't know I have a big love for art oh I also don't think I mentioned this but I I went to Art Basel last Sunday I'll talk about that in a second there's so much I have to update you guys on because my last episode was recorded like two weeks ago three weeks ago so we see the art talking to him as we were going through the art exhibits this man is so educated and so cultured it's very attractive but also it was getting to a point where I was like he probably thinks I'm the most boring person ever because he's talking about all these like historical things and like he's connecting them to like some of the like artwork that's there he's like oh like this it must be like this riot of blah blah and I'm like I have literally no clue what you're talking about there was this point during the date where I was like I'm gonna go back home and literally read a history book in the news because I have just realized that I am like not the intelligent human being that I thought I was intelligent worldly cultured human being like I literally know nothing about the world to be fair he is a political science and journalism major and and then or majors and then business law minor so like he kind of kind of learns about all of that in school but clearly he knows so much and I was so shocked I genuinely was like I need to go home and like literally read the news read a history book because this man has just completely outsmarted me and I really was getting concerned at some point I was like this man because he just kept bringing things up and I was like sorry I don't know what you're talking about like never heard of that before and yeah at some point I was like this man probably just wants to leave like he probably is not interested in me whatsoever and I was like hoping that wasn't the case but I also was like I feel like if I were in the opposite situation I definitely could feel like that maybe not necessarily but I might so I was getting concerned but anyways after that we like once we went through the whole museum we walked outside and it was a really windy rainy day which was unfortunate because this art museum has like a really nice outdoor space and I love it but I still wanted to see it so we kind of walked around again super windy rainy like it was not pleasant whatsoever 
whatsoever but I was determined to just like walk around a little and then also I was like I knew that they had a little cafe and I really wanted a matcha latte and so oh my god guys I totally forgot to mention sorry I'm gonna give you guys all the details so that you can like live through this amazing date I had because I don't know how often this is gonna happen for me when we got to the museum I was like thinking about oh like we have to get tickets and all that and he literally like pulls out a piece of paper and he's like oh I already got the tickets and I was like okay I love that because I love when a man takes care of everything before the date or like takes care of like the planning of the date so that I don't even have to think about it because I genuinely was thinking about it throughout the day I was like oh yeah like we're gonna get there and we're gonna have to get our tickets and no he had already planned accordingly so love that so much so much anyways we go to this cafe and I swear I swear that I ordered a matcha latte with whole milk because I always do this because I always know that they may like mix up the milk but somehow some way they ended up mixing up the milk regardless because I was the one who had said that I wanted a matcha latte I fully like planned to pay for myself because I wasn't sure whether he wanted something and so after I go he's like oh and also can I have a lemonade and I can see that he's like starting to like pull out his card and given that I had already like planned to pay for myself I was like oh it's totally fine I like literally had my apple pay open he was like trying to stop me from paying I was like you're not gonna be able to stop me because it's apple pay like it'll literally detect the card without me putting it in so I did that and he was like oh my gosh like why did you do that and I was like no like it's fine and then he was like okay let me be grateful thank you so much so yeah we go out they had these like swings and we were like sitting there and I'm drinking my matcha with almond milk and I'm so sorry but I do not like almond milk whatsoever I can like tolerate soy milk and oat milk but I cannot tolerate almond milk whatsoever and so I'm like drinking it and I'm like I'm not enjoying this whatsoever but I'm like trying to get through it because I'm just like I don't want to go back and like ask and all that so finally at some point I'm like I can't do this anymore I can't drink this so I'm like oh I'm just gonna throw it away and he was like wait before you do that like do you want to go in and ask them to remake it and I was like oh like I'm not the most confrontational person and then he was like don't worry like I'll go in for you and I'll be the bad guy and I was like are you sure and he was like yeah totally I was like okay thank you so he goes in and he's literally like my bad guys like I didn't specify what milk I wanted which I was like also the barista was literally looking at him like you were not the one who ordered this you guys were just here but anyways he gets me a new matcha and definitely much better had the whole milk so I was happy so that definitely like I was like oh that's so sweet that he did that because I wouldn't have done it on my own but I love when a man takes initiative so anyways and then we kind of head off and we start to drive back to mine there was a ton of traffic what I will say is we didn't really start hitting it off until after we'd left the museum so like when we were like swinging we were like doing the little jokes and then on the ride back we were kind of getting into more like deeper conversation on things that I actually can talk about so that was kind of nice because I feel like that gave me the opportunity to like not make it seem like I'm the most boring person ever who like does nothing with their life and doesn't understand anything so I definitely enjoyed the conversation that we had going back so yeah then he dropped me off and I came back and that was the first date I will say that it is arguably the best first date that I've had. Again, like I said, I haven't had a ton of first dates, but this genuinely, I think, takes the cake. It's at least in the top two, but I think, honestly, it is top one. The other thing is, I'm starting to realize I actually kind of like him. Like, and I mean, like, like, like him. Like, not like, oh, like, he's kind of a nice guy, whatever. Like, he's cool. This is the first time that I've gone on a first date where I've come back and I'm like, wait, 
I kind of am feeling something here. And I wouldn't say that they're like full-blown feelings, but also I feel like they could head in that direction with time, which is so scary because now I feel like I'm overthinking it. Like literally yesterday afterwards, like we were kind of texting, but it was like slower responses. And I was like, oh, just like text me back, like text me back. I want to hear back from you. And that's when I started to realize that maybe it's a little bit more than just, oh, he's a cool guy. I do not develop feelings very easily either. So it's kind of funny that this is happening because I've like never had this experience before. I feel like it usually takes me forever to like develop feelings for someone. And also in my life, besides like middle school crushes, I've only ever had feelings for two guys. So like this doesn't really happen too often for me. So yeah, I definitely like am starting to see myself like overthinking the whole thing, wondering whether he actually likes me, even though he literally like, okay, there was this one thing that he said that like really has stuck with me. At some point he was like, you're both beautiful and brilliant. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like I knew that, but also like, oh my gosh. The fact that that came out of a man's mouth on a first date, not someone that I'm dating is incredible. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do about this. I really do hope that I'm going to see him again. Ultimately, it's one of those things where it's just like, got to see how it progresses. I don't think that anything like major will come out of it just because we do live across the country from each other. But I don't know. It's kind of fun to like have feelings for someone, not like full on feelings, but like to like someone beyond just like, oh, they're cool. And also to just like experience that, like getting flowers on a first date and like, I don't know, just having like a good date because I don't think that it happens too often so yeah anyways we'll see we'll see how this progresses I do hope that I will see him again I'm like scared that I'm not going to him I think my biggest fear honestly with this is not like oh what is it going to become but more so like oh will it go south at some point like will it turn into whatever it is also just realized it would be kind of awkward if he was listening to this not that I think he is but in the small case that he is well congrats on finding out my opinions and my take on the whole date I mean I did tell him like it was arguably one of the best first dates I've been on but I don't know how seriously he took that so anyways yeah last week I went to Art Basel this was the very first time I've been to Art Basel which is kind of ironic given the fact that I did grow up in Miami and literally could have gone for 21 years of my life somehow finally made it I kind of decided that it would be a good time to go just because well first off I kind of like planned my flight back home so that I would get back before Art Basel ended just so that I would have the opportunity to go because I feel like after I graduate college I have no clue what I'm going to be doing with my life and I may not necessarily just be able to like come back for the weekend to go like see Art Basel and it is an experience that I wanted to have just because I feel like I've heard about it so many times and it's just like such a big thing so yeah I decided if I don't do it this year I'm probably never gonna do it well definitely not the case but I'm not gonna do it for a long time possibly so I just wanted to like go so I went with my sister which I don't know if she was like the best person to go with to this I don't think she like cares for art as much as I do I honestly could have spent like a good amount of time there but I think at some point she was just like over it and wanted to like do something else which was fine it is a really big it's in a convention center and there's just so much art and it is pretty like overstimulating there's a lot of people and all that so I get it but at the same time I feel like looking back I think I missed out on a lot of stuff and I would have loved to like explore the gallery a little bit more unless I have like a good reason to go back I'm not completely sure whether I will go back in the future but I don't know you never know I think that if I like became big enough where I could go on one of like the non-public nights or like the non-public days then I probably would go because it's like I assume less overstimulating and just like there are less people and all that but I don't know if I would go with like 
everyone else being there because it is crazy packed there's so many people everyone's like trying to walk around and like see things and you just like don't get to enjoy it as much as if there were less people but yeah it was an experience and I'm happy to say that I finally had it I also I know I mentioned this in my last episode I did go on two dates while I was still in LA so this was what like two weekends ago first date that I went on was nothing special I mean it really wasn't great it didn't really meet my standards the second date though was a coffee date and initially I was like I have never gone on a coffee date and I don't know if like that's my vibe but ultimately I actually really enjoyed it it was a more like casual day I literally was wearing leggings it was a good thing because he ended up picking my like favorite coffee shop even though he didn't know that which was great so I ended up going there and meeting him and we like hung out for a little bit and then afterwards he left and I proceeded to study at that coffee shop so it ended up working out really well so honestly I'm a big proponent for coffee dates especially if it's someone that you don't properly know like if it's someone you like just met off of a dating app you do like a little bit of small talk and then they're like hey like I'd love to take you out on a date I feel like a coffee date is a good way to just like break the ice and like get to know them and just get like the basic details and then decide whether you're interested in them beyond that like first casual date and then you can go like on a proper date afterwards I wouldn't say like a coffee date is necessarily for someone that you actually know like if you have been talking for a while I feel like that warrants a proper date but if you haven't I would definitely recommend a coffee date if you want something that's a little bit more casual a little bit more easy a good starting point so I know people may not agree with that opinion but that's sort of where I've been at and then also I went to a movie showing about a week and a half ago and it was the showing of the holiday which is genuinely I think one of my favorite movies if not my favorite movie I don't know what it is I love that movie it's an amazing holiday movie if you haven't watched it but it was really cool because it was like an event it was honestly kind of an influencer event so being invited to it was kind of a fun experience going like behind the scenes it was really cool they had like all these goodies for us it was basically a collab with this wine company called Avaline which I'm going to explain in a second and Bumble for Friends given that I'm a Bumble ambassador I was able to attend because it was in LA and yeah they had all these like goodies it was really fun they were serving the wine that you know Avaline produces and a fun fact about Avaline is it's actually Cameron Diaz's company like her wine company wine brand and so she actually showed up at this movie showing and she came and like she did a little speech right before the movie started literally she and then the CEO of Bumble and then there was someone else who was important but I had no clue who she was they came up they did a little speech and then the movie started and that was a really cool experience so yeah that was a fun thing I got to experience right before I left it was also after my last exam of the quarter so it was like a nice little treat I mean that's kind of where my life has been at I've had some really cool experiences over the past couple weeks I'm still thinking about that date unfortunately or Unfortunately, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like one of those people who's like weird with feelings and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, life's been good. I did have to spend like the last week just like after Art Basel, I had to lock in and grind for my finals. I had two final papers. One of them was like an actual research paper and it's my first time writing a research paper. So that was hard. That was really hard. I was like really losing it for days on end, but I finally was able to submit it and it's out and hopefully I did decently well. I was so confused with everything I feel like I was not well prepared to write a research paper but it's okay I think it'll end up being fine and then the other one I honestly just kind of like churned out really quickly and turned it in just so that I could be done and like enjoy 
life again so yeah I'm kind of like transitioning back into just like oh my god now I have time and also it's break and like let's enjoy life for the next three weeks before I have to go back to school okay with that being said that was a really long update which means this is going to be a really long episode so let's go into what my year has looked like doing a year review and yeah all of that okay so I was trying to come up with a good way to summarize the year just in a couple of sentences because I wanted to like give a little summary before I get really into it and basically what I wrote down is 2023 was a year of heartbreak a year of hardship but also a year of starting over gaining control of my life and pursuing my dreams I could not be more grateful for the lessons I learned over the past year so I think I have to note one thing before I get into this I am not gonna lie I feel like like I said I feel like this year has been never ending and I also feel like the first at least half of the year just didn't happen in my mind I like I know that there were certain things that happened but like in the grand scheme of it I feel like I'm totally blanking on what that time period of my life looked like so I may end up missing some things but I try to like write down kind of the key experiences as well as lessons of this year just like the key things that came out of it and I think the other thing is I feel like this is the first year where I truly lived and when I mean that I mean like I truly took what life gave me in this year and let myself experience it and let myself learn. I know that I talk a lot about like the lessons that I've learned, the experiences I've had in my different episodes and all that. Trust me, I was not like that before like honestly halfway through this year. Before that, I feel like I was kind of living life but not really like trying to enjoy it or trying to see the good in it even when like it wasn't good. I kind of was just like on autopilot and I was like, okay, like when does it get fun? Or like when it was fun, I was like, yay, this is fun, but like not really thinking too deeply into it and I feel like it wasn't until closer to when I started this podcast that I started to really think about it and I was like okay like what is what am I getting out of life and so when I mean I lived I don't mean I traveled to like 50 different countries and I did a solo trip and I you know like when you see those people's like TikToks where it's like I really lived and it's like them traveling and them going to these really cool events and all that like I wouldn't say I lived in that sense but like I lived like I experienced life fully and I took whatever came with it and that is the first time in my life where I feel like I've really felt that way so yeah okay I think that the best way to do this is just to go into chronological order and just start from January and kind of go through it and then I'll share like my biggest lessons biggest takeaways just biggest experiences and stuff like that okay so starting off with January I actually started the year in India it was my first time going in I think five years given that the pandemic happened and we couldn't travel it was also the first time that I had traveled there by myself which was a cool experience I mean obviously like I was going there to see family and I was being received by family but it was still out of my comfort zone because usually I go with my parents and I had sort of that padding of and I didn't have that I was just like experiencing it wholeheartedly experiencing my family like on my own rather than like through my parents and stuff like that so that was definitely a very cool experience I was only there for like 11 days into the new year because I left like halfway through December so started the new year there and then came back to Miami it's kind of crazy to think that at that time of my life so like basically the first five six months of the year I actually was fully living in Miami like I honestly totally blanked that this happened I was living in Miami I had my own apartment I don't know like I miss that time of my life I feel like I'm definitely romanticizing it not that everything was great but I really did love where I was living I definitely felt like I was thriving for the most part 
in the Miami experience and definitely coming back the past couple of times that I've come back like for breaks or like for Thanksgiving or now that I'm back for winter break I've been like I think I need to move back here I would obviously love to get my own apartment and just like move back here so we'll see maybe that'll be something in the plans although I don't know if that's exactly what I'll end up doing but yeah I just love Miami so much and the fact that I was able to live here and like have that experience as an adult was really cool so anyways I was also fully in a relationship for the first five months of the year which is also something that I feel like I've kind of blanked out of my mind I don't know like obviously I know that I was in a relationship but I feel like a lot of the memories from that have sort of been erased and so I genuinely forget sometimes that that happened because I feel like the majority of my year ended up just being me single figuring it out experiencing life on my own again but yeah I was fully in a relationship in the first two months of the year I was actually like hosting him like he was staying with me he stayed with me for like two months and then on and off after that until we broke up so yeah January was I mean I think decently uneventful came back came back to my apartment and then was just living life I will say I was like developing some new habits during that time and I am gonna do an episode next week talking about the best habits that I developed in 2023 so I'm not gonna talk about that here but look out for that episode because I'll talk a lot about like the experiences of developing these new habits in this year I feel like this is the first year where I've like really successfully developed habits even though I didn't exactly intend to develop those habits so I wanted to talk about it and just like give people some inspiration okay and then another thing that was happening in January and then ultimately like got launched in February is my very first podcast which was the podcast I had with my ex so we were kind of working on that throughout January and then in February it got launched actually on Valentine's Day so that was pretty big because I feel like that podcast again kind of like have erased part of it or a big part of it out of my mind but that podcast ended up being a big part of my life throughout 2023 up until like September and I feel like that is a pretty big chunk of the year so yeah I was working on that and then got it launched in February and after that we were kind of working on it and producing it and it wasn't until our breakup that I feel like I got really really passionate about it and it became like honestly the biggest thing in my life it was like that and YouTube and then in March specifically I actually start I think it was in March I started consistently posting on YouTube for the first time honestly since I've had my YouTube channel I've had my YouTube channel since I was like 17 I started it when I got into UCLA but I would like attempt to post consistently but never successfully do it and it wasn't until March where I finally was like okay Sophia you actually want to make something out of YouTube you've always dreamt of having a YouTube channel you're gonna make this happen and so I started filming myself and I started doing the whole thing and then posting it on YouTube the other thing that happened around that time is I actually decided that I was no longer going to stay at UM and finish my degree there I was gonna go back to UCLA so I think that started happening like in February and then in March I quote-unquote dropped out of school because I'd finally decided I was going to transfer back to UCLA and I knew like I had gotten readmitted so I was like okay well now I'm going back so I decided I was just not going to finish my semester at UM just because none of the credits would have transferred over for anything important so I was like let me have this opportunity to take a break from school from life from responsibilities and just kind of enjoy life because I was in desperate need of a break I just hadn't gotten one in such a long time and so I thought it was really important that I had some time for myself so after basically the beginning of March I was out of school until I started school again well in the summer because I took summer classes but yeah there was like a decent gap 
where well between like March and June I was doing nothing and then in June I started my internship but before that it was like I was just living life I just was hanging out doing my own thing I honestly can't even tell you exactly what my life looked like back then but if you guys want to see what it looked like I know I have YouTube videos up so you can go check out my YouTube channel and see what a day in the life of a college quote-unquote college dropout was I definitely tried to milk that for YouTube because I thought it would be funny so I did that for a little bit the other thing that happened in March is something that I can't really talk too much on, but I will kind of briefly mention. It was something that I think none of us could have anticipated happening because it had sort of been like off our mind for the longest time and it ended up happening. It has to do something with my immediate family and I think that like between like March and June or even February, but I feel like I didn't really fully get into it until March. We were very much in like a weird place in our lives and it was very high stress. It was, I think as a family, we were like struggling in a sense. I wouldn't like to think about it that way because I feel like we managed that time pretty well, but it was a very hard time on our family and it was very scary and there was a lot of uncertainty and it hasn't exactly gone away. It's just gotten better, I guess. So it's hard to say that like, I mean, I, I really, really, really hope that like it never gets to the point that it was at again in the future, but also it's so, it's just one of those things where it's like, you never know, like you never know. And again, like I said, I really hope that's never the case again, but we definitely had a couple of hard months. Like I said, I can't really speak on it, but maybe one day I will finally open up and talk about it. I feel like it's just not my thing to talk about because it's not me. It's not, I mean, it's my experience, yes, but also I wasn't the one who was like truly going through it. But yeah, it was pretty difficult. I feel like ultimately me dropping out of college came at a really good time because it gave me the opportunity to be there for my family and to like take some responsibility and try and like help out with the whole thing. And that was... I think ultimately very necessary so it did come at a good time it was just unfortunate that that was what ended up happening but yeah it was really scary it wasn't until like July August where or not even like I would say like August no not even like September onward where it finally started to feel like okay things are starting to get a little better things are a little bit more stable it doesn't feel like the world is almost ending in a sense but yeah no it was definitely a it was a difficult time period so anyways there was that and then I don't know April I mean it was just more of that like just kind of dealing with what was happening April was also when I started inching towards my breakup in a way it was sort of like a ticking time bomb I think we kind of knew that it was going to happen it was just sort of a matter of time and so then at the beginning of May is when the breakup happened and that was basically the start of what I call the heartbreak era I feel like ultimately 2023 just in general was my heartbreak era. I feel like that ended up consuming so much of my life up until like this current point. When I think of 2023, I'm going to think of it as my heartbreak era. I feel like a lot of good came out of that too, but it was just like ultimately I feel like that is where my mind was at for most of the year. And even when I was still in the relationship, I feel like with inching towards it, like there was still some of that. I mean, when the year started, like my relationship was so good and we were like on the top of the world. It was great, but ultimately I feel like the majority of the year ended up being that. So the break happened and again, May was decently uneventful. I mean, things were starting to get better in terms of that situation I was talking about or like not better per se, but just like a little bit more stable. I was able to like just spend more time kind of doing my own thing rather than focusing on that. But then the breakup happened. And so it was sort of like figuring all of that out. I think ultimately May was like a decently good month because I think that like it honestly hadn't set in yet. It was sort of like, oh, I'm single now. Like I can do whatever I want or like I'm single now. Like now what? You know, and I was just like trying to explore like 
like what's out there like everything I kind of like missed out on I guess when I was in a relationship I don't want to think about it that way but I'm just saying like I was kind of like oh there's something new there's something exciting like let's go explore and so that was what I was doing in May and it didn't really come crashing down on me until the end of May June June is when I started my internship so I did a corporate internship over the summer for two months and it was also literally around that time that I started the internship I also went through like I guess the first wave of heartbreak I think in my experience I didn't experience a breakup in like this like one big wave of heartbreak or like it didn't happen right at the beginning it was sort of like over time I started having these like smaller waves of heartbreak so I remember during that time period when I had first started my internship there were like a couple of days where I was like really going through it and then I kind of started to like phase out of that a little bit and then things were kind of okay again for a while it was so much so that I remember when I went back in July because basically the way my internship worked it was like two weeks in the office then four weeks remote and then two weeks at the end in the office and when I went back at the end I remember some of my coworkers kind of mentioning it and they were like you know you were really going through it and I was like wait how did they know because I don't think I I mean I probably had briefly mentioned it but I hadn't talked about it like in full I knew that I was going through it but I didn't realize everyone else realized that so clearly it was bad because other people who barely knew me at the time were picking up on it but anyways I did that internship I was in Nashville for two weeks in June and then again in July which was a fun experience because I feel like Nashville is one of those places that I probably would have never gone to or I wouldn't have gone to for a long time if it hadn't been for this experience I also got to meet some really cool people and I feel like it was a nice time just like meeting people from other places and like hanging out with them like going out with them it was just it was something different especially because I'd been kind of on my own in Miami you know I'd been out of school I didn't really have like a ton of super close friends so I wasn't like hanging out with people a ton or going out a ton so it kind of like brought some spice to my life being in this new place experiencing like the going out culture there and like the city and the whole vibe and all that so yeah and then I mean the rest of June oh also June was when I decided that I was actually going to terminate my lease early and move out of my apartment so basically my lease was supposed to go up until October but because I knew that I was going to be moving out to LA in September it just didn't make sense to continue my lease so my parents and I decided that it would just be better that I just like terminate it and then spend the rest of the summer at home and then move out in September and I was like very on edge with that because I absolutely loved my apartment she was my pride and joy she was like my baby she was just you guys had to be there to know you know but she was such a great experience a great place to live and I really didn't want to give her up I also just like had gotten really comfortable having my own space and I sort of loved it and it was like again the first time in my life where I did have my own place and I'm really fortunate that I got to have that experience at 20 but the idea of having to give it up give up like a place that I really loved that had kind of become home for me was hard but I like did realize that it was probably for the better to just like walk away from it and also like I think I liked the idea of being home just to be like closer to family and knowing that I was going to be moving out to LA for the next year in a couple of months I was like okay let me take advantage of the time I have at home and just like be with family and enjoy it I think honestly one of the biggest lessons from 2023 is kind of regaining this new found importance for family I feel like when I started college well specifically when I left home the relationship that I had with my specifically my parents I feel like me and my sister have always been close but specifically my parents got kind of like tainted a little I think it's just the fact that like I was all of a sudden doing things that I would have never done in high school that like 
I wouldn't say like they were like super against it, but they wouldn't have necessarily approved of it. And I think the other thing is having a younger sister who's like significantly younger than you. They've always been more on her wavelength, like the way that they they've sort of matured with her and she was still pretty young at the time. And so like the things that I was doing were definitely things that she shouldn't have been doing. And I think because they were still kind of in that mindset of like, oh, we're dealing with like an early teen rather than a full on adult. It was like the things that I did just didn't really resonate with them. I think I had to like sort of like step back a little bit and stop sharing as much of my life with them because I just felt like they wouldn't really understand or understand why I was doing that. I've been such a good child for such a long time. I was having like that college experience of like all of a sudden you have this freedom and you're like really enjoying it. And so yeah, it wasn't until I think this like big thing happened in our family where it was like we were forced to bound together because we only had ourselves really. I mean, obviously there were other people who like kind of were looking from the outside, but ultimately it was just the four of us going through this and I think that it definitely made me realize like how important family is how important it is to be there and to like cherish the time you have with them because you never know how long of a time you're going to have with them and you never know when something's going to happen and so I think ultimately like the relationship that I have with my parents now is so much stronger than it was at the beginning of the year and I just feel like I also feel like I can really now tell them anything and it's not going to be like they're going to look at me funny and be like why are you doing that I think that they just like are more understanding it's I don't know I feel like I'm getting also like they're more like laid back side now too like even they're sharing stories from when they were younger when they were having their experience with stuff like that like for example me telling them that I'm going on dates isn't necessarily a weird thing anymore whereas like if I were telling them that like a couple of years ago they would have been like why are you doing that why are you going on dates why are you trying to like engage with men so yeah anyways the relationship that I have with my family has just gotten so much stronger and it definitely made me realize how important family is and I feel like part of it was like when I was in a relationship I feel like I sometimes put that relationship before family and I think a going through the breakup and b going through what happened with my family made me realize that at the end of the day like you're only ever gonna have them they're always gonna be there for you regardless and you have to cherish that and you have to enjoy it and you can't lose sight of that so anyways July was my 21st birthday which is exciting we also celebrated my mom's birthday and that was a really nice time I feel like the summer was just genuinely so nice things were good I mean obviously like I was kind of going through you know what happens after a breakup especially when you stay in contact with that person was very heavily working on the podcast at the time also like had been conceptualizing my podcast for the longest time but I didn't really have any sight on when I was going to do it so it was just kind of something that I was talking about so yeah then at the end of July I was back in Nashville and the very last couple of days of July I ended up flying from Nashville to Boston to visit one of my closest friends that was kind of a friendship that had developed through 2023 like we knew each other at the beginning of 2023 but we weren't super close but with time we started to hang out more and then we did this trip and I feel like that really gave us the opportunity to just like spend a ton of time together she also ultimately has been there for me through this whole like heartbreak era and really like experienced it with me and I'm forever grateful for her presence because she's gotten me through the whole thing but yeah that's like a friendship that I've really developed in this year and I'm like forever grateful that this friendship kind of came about but yeah I went to Boston I loved Boston so much it was just 
just such a good vibe. I honestly was dreaming of like moving there and it's definitely on my list. If it's not Miami or New York, maybe Boston. Honestly, I know their winters are bad, but I was just loving life. I was having the best time. I also like just finished my internship. And so like it was like kind of rewarding myself for the whole like thing. I think the other thing about I have to mention that internship did. I didn't love the internship. It wasn't really my cup of tea. I think it was a good experience. I learned a lot from it. I think it was also a good program like they did a good job at executing the whole program it gave me these cool experiences of like going to Nashville and stuff like that and being able to work in the office but ultimately it also made me realize that I didn't necessarily want to do that after college and I think it gave me this newfound motivation to really try and push for like content creation and to try to focus on that and I basically decided at that point that in my senior year I wouldn't take up any internships instead I would just focus on YouTube my podcast and whatever else I was working on and I'm happy to say that in the like three four months that I've been back in school I have not you know taken up an internship I have actually like really put all of my extra time and focus into this into creating content and while I'm nowhere near having a platform that I can you know kind of rely on full time after college I definitely have seen some progress occur and like I'm excited to just like keep building it up and to keep just like sharing it with the world with the hopes that one day this can be like my full-time job this and a couple of other things that I want to work on but yeah I just think that it would be really cool if I could do that and I'm just hoping that sometime in the future there will be that possibility for me so just gonna keep working on it but that's definitely something that made me realize like okay this is what I really want obviously this is kind of the dream I don't know how achievable it is but also if I never try it I'll never know and as we come to the end of the year I've started to realize that yes there are dreams that you have where you're really not sure whether anything will ever come out of it but ultimately like yes those dreams can come true it doesn't matter how much you think that it's impossible that it would come true it will and so I feel like that has given me like a newfound motivation again to just keep working on this stuff because some of my dreams are coming true which means there's that possibility that my other dreams will come true as well and I love that it's great it's a great reminder so anyways okay August started it in Boston then came back we went on like a little family vacation August was uneventful. Oh wait, no it wasn't. It was not uneventful because that is the month that I went no contact. This was sort of like the second wave of heartbreak and I was feeling it more. August was the time that I created that heartbreak is episode where I was literally talking about like just going through it and experiencing it in real time and that was also when I decided you know what I don't think this is working anymore. I love the podcast. I would do anything for it but ultimately I have to choose myself so I'm going to now call it like an end and that was basically when we went no contact technically for the first time if you guys listened to my last episode but anyways so that was kind of the start of like this new chapter it was also I think a big part of the reason why I went no contact at that point was because I knew that this was like at the end of August and I was going to be moving to LA in September and I'd been sort of working on that whole thing getting an apartment like getting everything signed and ready and it made me realize that I was about to start this huge new chapter of my life and I just didn't want to like carry unnecessary baggage into it I wanted to start fresh I wanted to keep my load light and just like try and enjoy this new chapter and make the most out of it and this was just one of the biggest things that was like really weighing heavy and just I felt like wasn't really serving me a purpose anymore and ultimately I was like Sophia you have to take initiative and like do this for yourself and decide that it is time to like let yourself live and so that was kind of how I got into doing the no contact thing and then yeah in September I mean the first couple weeks of like 
no contact and September was when I was just like kind of processing everything going through it I mean it wasn't pretty whatsoever lots of like heartbreak and just reflecting and thinking about things and all that but then in the middle of September it was also like anticipation like I was getting excited about moving to LA I was packing things up I was getting furniture prepared for there like things were kind of moving on and so I had something to look forward to and I was like putting together this new life that I was about to experience and so in the middle of September I moved out to LA I moved out by myself my dad was going to come with me but then I was like no I'm going to do this by myself it's going to be like my little adventure and so I moved out it was a couple of like very sleep deprived days where I was just like kind of over life trying to get everything set up but finally with time I made a little home for myself in LA I got myself ready for the new school year ready for this new chapter I started catching up with people I started experiencing LA again and just like trying to make the most out of it realizing that it is going to be my last year and I ultimately will only ever do this once so I have to just try and like make the most out of it in October oh also I dropped the podcast in September at the end of September I launched my podcast which is super exciting I just realized that I've reached over 500 listens which is so cool because we haven't even reached well by the time this episode comes out it'll have been three months since the podcast has been out but I think honestly by then I may already have 600 listens which it's just so exciting to see like that people are listening and people are tuning in because that's why I do it I you know want to share with other people so that they have like a guide or just someone to listen to someone to relate to and all that so yeah it's been so surreal being on that journey especially doing it alone because before that I had never I honestly with the podcast I'm not gonna lie I was scared that I was never gonna be able to do it because I had been so reliant on having that extra person to like especially because he knew everything about audio engineering and all that and I knew none of that I was like this is so scary to go into it and I won't lie like I don't think my sound quality and stuff like that is as great as our other podcasts but also it's one of those things where it's like it's made with love and like I'm not an expert on this whatsoever I do not have editing experience I kind of just like do my own thing and hope that like I can produce an episode every week that sounds decently good so yeah to see that people are listening is just always so exciting and I don't know it makes me happy but that was also the end of the other podcast so literally the same week that this podcast dropped was when the last episode of that podcast came out and it was kind of surreal just like starting that new chapter in terms of like podcasting and seeing that one door close and the next one open and also just like knowing that the next door that was opening was something that I was doing fully for myself it was for me and it was something that was produced by me and it just like gave me so much pride that I was doing this because I genuinely didn't think I would be able to do it alone and here I was October I feel like after that it's like you guys kind of know what's been going on in my life I mean October well started school at the end of September October was kind of just like focusing on school getting acclimated still catching up with people started dating again then stopped dating again oh also then ended up breaking no contact in the month of October I forget that that all happened in one month had that experience went back no contact in November that was kind of the end of that journey so in November I went no contact for good November besides that well I went home for my sister's birthday my sister's and dad's birthday because I was just like I was getting kind of homesick I feel like LA hasn't exactly been like the most amazing experience I just realized that like I don't 
really thrive in the LA environment. It's not really for me. I'm just kind of trying to power through and graduate, which is in six months, which is so crazy. But just trying to power through and graduate and just like kind of close that chapter of my life. So I've been trying to make the most out of it. But I think I also realized ultimately this is never going to be the place for me and I can't really do anything about it. So it's just take it as it is and just keep moving forward and focusing on what's important. But yeah, I was home in November twice, first for my sister and dad's birthday and then for Thanksgiving. And it's just always so nice being home. I feel like there's nothing quite like moving away from home and then coming back for a short period of time and just having this newfound appreciation for the place and realizing like, wow, this place is amazing. I love it here. I also feel like I'm lucky that I live in a place that people dream of living in. So I actually can't complain whatsoever, but it's always so nice just having that new perspective every time I come back. And given that I haven't done that since my sophomore year of college, it was like I'd forgotten how exciting it is to come back after being away for a little bit. So yeah. And then I feel like honestly, after I went no contact, I mean, I kind of mentioned this, life just started to get really good at the end of November and then the basically December as of yet. So much good has happened in my life. I've had some amazing opportunities. I've had some amazing experiences. I just feel like life is really looking up and I feel like I spent so much time kind of being in that like heartbreak era, kind of dealing with like the more negative things that happened in 2023. I don't think of 2023 as a bad year. I just think of it as like it was kind of a roller coaster ride and a lot of good, but also a lot of bad happened. And I'm finally like now that we're in December, I'm like, okay, I'm finally coming out of that. I am finally and that's why I'm excited about 2024 because I'm just like ready for something new. And I feel like that'll be like the true marker of, okay, like it's time. You're starting a whole new journey. You're kind of starting fresh, like a little bit of a blank slate in a way. Obviously, I'm not going to forget what happened in 2023, but just starting with a blank slate and being able to like, I'm already there, honestly. I'm already there. Like I feel like at the same time, I'm kind of using like the time as an indicator for where it all begins. So yeah, that's kind of like the little recap of what happened throughout the year. Also, I mean, I guess one other cool thing that happened or a couple of other cool things. Well, no, I think the main cool thing that happened kind of closer towards the end of the year is that I had a couple of TikToks blow up. And I feel like that was the first time where I started to really realize like, okay, maybe obviously like it's not lucrative. It's not like I'm all of a sudden like an influencer or whatever, but it feels like I actually have a platform now. And like I'm posting, I always post for myself, but like I think it gives me a purpose to post. And I know like TikTok is TikTok and you can say what you will about it, but I think that it's given me like a fun platform to just like share my authentic self, which is something that, I mean, I obviously do it here, but I think with YouTube, I've still always been a little bit more like closed off and a little bit more like reserved. Whereas with TikTok, I'm just like, okay, whatever I'm feeling in the moment, I'll share. And I know sometimes I get some comments where people are like, why are you still talking about this? Or why are you like so obsessed with this or blah, blah. But ultimately it's a platform where I get to share like my experiences and just be real about them, I guess. And yeah, so it was kind of cool to see that some of my videos kind of, especially the no contact one I feel like that was huge because it made me realize that I'm not alone and I'm not sure whether this is me but I've definitely started to see some people post TikToks where they like have a cake where it says like one month no contact and I don't know whether they like were inspired by me but I feel like it just kind of like trickles down a little bit so it's been exciting to see that other people are kind of celebrating this like huge accomplishment in their life anyways with that being said I want to do like a little recap I want to kind of talk about the biggest things that I learned the biggest experiences that I had in this year. One of the big things that came out of 2023 was, and I think a lot of this ties into each other, so like it'll kind of all mesh together, but self-discovery. I think that getting out of a relationship that I feel like I was decently like interdependent on forced me to sort of discover who I am. And I 
I just feel so much more secure in who I am. I feel like I know myself so well now. I feel like I was able to go through this incredible journey of self-discovery and I feel so lucky that I was able to do it because I think that many times it takes people a very, very long time to get there and you spend a lot of your life just kind of like living for, like you think you're living for yourself, but you're actually not. And it isn't until you actually are able to kind of discover like, who are you and what do you actually like and what do you not like and like what makes you excited about life? What makes you like not excited about life? Just like getting into the like little nitty gritty details of who you are as a person. It's so powerful. Like it's genuinely so powerful. And so I know that the whole heartbreak thing was not great ultimately, but it did force me to do something that has been amazing. And it really has like helped me so much. I feel like part of that self-discovery has also just helped me like improve my mental health and my well-being and just be like a healthier person overall, be more in tune with myself, with my body, with who I am as a person. And like I said, it's actually genuinely so powerful and peaceful just knowing myself, fully knowing myself and in a way being like my own best friend, I guess. I have never thought about it that way, but I think that ultimately like who knows me the best? I think it's genuinely me at this point. I feel like for the longest time it was someone else. When I was in a relationship, it was my boyfriend. And before that, it was like my parents. But now I think I can fully say like I know me and I'm like I think I'm the person who knows myself the best and so yeah the next one is understanding what's important in life like I said we kind of went through that thing honestly throughout the year but specifically during the beginning of the year that just like made me kind of take a step back and realize what's important I think I had just taken a step back from certain things in life which I was like oh I know in theory that they're important but I don't really like I don't know I'm not feeling that they're important so I'm not gonna like really put too much into it and kind of having these experiences where I was like wait a minute ultimately this is what you're actually going to have in life and you have to figure out how are you going to cultivate that I think I just had these experiences throughout the years I think also part of like that self-discovery just realizing like this stuff is important this stuff isn't you know like family is important kind of like temporary relationships friendships stuff like that sure I mean I think they're important but they're not as important as like cultivating that family relationship I think the like understanding what's important was also just part of the self-discovery thing where it was just like with time kind of focusing on myself kind of coming to understand what's important to me and what's important in life in general things like family for example but also like mental well-being and understanding that you know some things are not worth your brain power you know they're not worth your time they're not worth your sanity you know if you find yourself in a position I mean this is just an example but like if you find yourself in a position where you are giving so much to something and it's hurting you like mentally and you're experiencing things that you wouldn't normally be experiencing then it's sometimes it's hard but you just have to like learn how to cut that stuff out of your life and like really reflecting back I realized that there were times that I let my mental well-being go just so that I could keep something in my life that I thought was doing something good for me but ultimately was actually doing a lot of bad and I think with time it just made me realize okay as I go on with life I have to remember that like I cannot let my mental well-being slip away for something that I think is going to ultimately be good for me because what is important is my mental well-being because that keeps me going that keeps me like I just feel like ever since oh I kind of forgot about this I mean I was going through a lot mentally at the beginning of the year and it got to a point where I ended up seeing a psychiatrist and I ended up getting on antidepressants and I tried a couple of different 
ones. I don't think they ever like truly did anything for me. But the last one that I was on was Lexapro and I did that for a little bit. And then in July, like the end of July, literally when I was in Boston, I finally decided, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Like I don't really see the point of being on antidepressants. And so I kind of stopped. And since I've been off of them, I felt no need to be back on them. I've never had a moment where I'm like, maybe it would be a good idea if I was back on them. I know that they serve a purpose for a lot of people, but I think for me, they just weren't really serving a purpose. And I think coming to terms with learning how to take care of myself mentally in ways that didn't require medication ultimately ended up helping my mental health so much more than medication or therapy even. And these are some of like the habits that I'll talk about in my episode next week because these have like truly transformed my life and transformed my mental health and physical health and all that. So yeah, but I think also just in general, there's a lot of things that I've realized, okay, this is important. This isn't. I feel like for the longest time in my life, I just like focused on these like little details and I was like, oh my God, everyone's like obsessing about this or I need to obsess about this or like this is actually so important when it really wasn't. And I think I gain a lot of peace in knowing that like the things that I once thought were important aren't anymore. And if people do, like if I meet people who think they're important, then maybe it's just like not a good idea to have them in my life because they're just not mature enough to realize that these things are actually quite minuscule in the grand scheme of it. So the next one is take control of my life. I think again with the self-discovery, with just like understanding what's important, it's given me the opportunity to just take control of my life. I started the year in a relationship and I think part of me just felt like I didn't really have control over myself anymore. I felt like I was giving so much to this relationship and I mean I know it's normal that when you like are in love with someone and you get into a relationship and you have this partnership that you do like sacrifice some things and give some of yourself to the relationship but it just kind of got to a point where I felt like I had sort of lost myself and I didn't really know who I was and I didn't really know if I could be on my own. I would get scared that like I'd never be able to walk away and I talk about this in my first relationship episode if you guys haven't heard it but there was just a lot of this where I was like I don't know I don't know if I can do this and so kind of having that breakup definitely forced me to like okay now I'm on my own again now I have to figure it out but that also forced me to take control of my life and that has been one of the best things ever. I think another thing with that is having this like newfound appreciation and respect for myself. I think the biggest thing like that breakup and then going no contact made me realize that oh yes I do have control over my life and I do know what is good for me and what is not good for me and I do know that if something isn't serving me a purpose anymore yes maybe I'll sit in it for a while and it's uncomfortable but eventually I will come around and realize I need to kind of walk away from this and I mean this comes with a ton of other things too another thing I forgot to mention this but back in June when I moved out of my apartment that move was truly horrid it was such a hard move I've never had such a hard move in my life I know I haven't moved a ton in my life yet but it was everything everything that could go wrong was going wrong and I was doing it on my own and it was just a lot it was a lot and it really kind of like broke me it was a couple of hard days of just getting through it but I think something like that too just made me realize wow I just did all of that on my own like I'm so much stronger than I thought I was I can go through so much more than I thought I was capable of going through and and survive and like continue going through life and not letting that like tear me down I think also like the family thing for example is another thing where it was like yeah I had 
moments where I was like, I don't know, is the world going to end one day? Like, it feels like the world may end with this thing that's happening in my life. But I persevered and my family persevered and it ended up working out. I think also like moving to LA, for example, I was like, wow, look at me just like moving across the country by myself, figuring it out. I think it made me really realize like I am an adult now and I've grown into it and I don't need someone holding my hand as much anymore. I think I started the year with feeling as if I did need someone to hold my hand constantly but with time I started having these experiences where I was like it's okay I'll figure it out on my own and I did and that just made me gain so much more respect for myself and I really do feel like I'm in a place where it's like I can take care of myself and I can survive on my own and yes sometimes it's nice to have people in my life that I can talk to or that can help me out but I'm not always going to have that and so I have to figure out how to do this by myself and that's what I've been doing and it's part of that self-discovery too and all that so there's that and then gain so much more knowledge about life I think also just part of that self-discovery kind of learning about myself has let me has given me the opportunity to just learn about the world around me about other people how people behave what things like make us tick and all that and yeah I feel like I've broadened my horizons obviously I feel like this is constantly happening but I think that was just part of it and then as I had already said importance of family part of it was the breakup and like the no contact thing I genuinely thought I was going to be on my own because I just thought my family wouldn't understand or like they would kind of be like oh that's stupid just you know move on with life but ultimately they ended up being there in a big way and kind of helping me through it and I could have never anticipated that when I was going no contact I remember thinking like I'm going to be on my own I'm just gonna have to deal with this on my own and that's okay I can do that but they ended up showing up in ways that I could have never anticipated they would show up and so that really showed me like okay okay, I have my family at least. Like if I don't have anyone else, I have my family and I have to just enjoy that and appreciate that. So yeah, that's basically kind of the recap of the year. It's been crazy. Again, I doesn't feel like we're at the end of the year. It just doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like Christmas is coming up either. I don't know. For some reason, my mind is just not in that mode. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's been a year. It's been kind of fun to like recap the whole year. Like I said, a lot happened. I feel like I truly lived. I feel like there was so much good, so much bad. There was, it was such a roller coaster ride, but I'm, I'm grateful for that because I feel like so much came out of it and yeah I'm just genuinely so excited for this new year I just feel like it's gonna be big and I hope that's not putting pressure on it or jinxing it or anything but yeah anyways with that being said I think that's it for me I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I would love if you follow me on whatever streaming platform you're listening to me on I do know how many people are following me on Spotify I don't know about the other platforms but it's kind of fun to see you know who's engaging and all that so I always love seeing that and also thank you so much for the listens I feel like this is so huge and just hitting little milestones even though they're super tiny just makes me so excited to know that people are listening and enjoying my podcast and like I'm not just speaking into the void I'm actually speaking to people so yeah anyways thank you so much for listening I will see you in my next episode get excited for that because I will be sharing all of my habits and how I made it happen and all that so yeah I'll see you next week bye